with the departure of Fernando Solanas, the Argentinian filmmaker, politician and film thinker, a certain era of radical cinematic imagination comes to an end. He died at the age of 84 in Paris on 6th November 2020. He died after being infected with COVID-19 in France. He was actually serving as Argentina's, Argentina's ambassador to UNESCO in France. He was one of the revolutionary filmmakers who, right from the 1960s, held aloft the idea of a radical cinema that resisted all kinds of unfreedoms and spoke for the oppressed and the exploited classes. His film, Hour of the Furnaces, made in 1968, and the manifesto he wrote with Octavia Gettino towards third cinema, both, actually, he did with Gettino, the film and the manifesto, they remain landmarks in the history of cinema as well as film theory. The Hour of the Furnaces and the Manifesto were creative and theoretical works that provided a political vision and theoretical foundation for a formal and aesthetic avant-garde anti-colonial cinema. Solanas lived a life of relentless struggle against all forms of oppression and exploitation, which formed an integral part of his films and politics. Due to his radical political positions and activism, he was forced to leave the country several times. During the five decades of exiles and returns to Argentina, he produced a rich and diverse body of work, the aesthetic vitality and political significance of which have been recognized internationally and still inspires filmmakers from all over the world. Some of his most significant films include Sur, the South, for which he won the Best Director Prize at Cannes, Social Genocide, made in 2004, which marked his return to militant documentary filmmaking that provided a gripping account of the political situation in his home country, Argentina. About Solanas. Solanas born in 1936 in an upper middle class family in the suburbs of Buenos Aires. Right from his student days, he was active in cultural circles that included intellectuals engaged in anti-establishment activities and culture. He later worked for a brief time in advertising. He wrote comic books and photo novel scripts before entering cinema. He made two short films in the early 1960s before becoming an active full-time filmmaker. The basic philosophy behind Solanus' work drew from the national populist political resurgence of Argentinian history that in the first half of the 20th century began to redefine the nation as its pueblo or people, people as the essence of the nation, as the representative of the nation. The term pueblo referred specifically to the masses of exploited workers and peasants, and identified Pueblo the author, with authenticity, as opposed to the dominance of European culture, the elite European culture that persisted in Argentinian society and culture even after its independence. From this perspective, uh, 
Solanas and Gitino considered Argentina as a nation long subjugated by imperialists with the support of local political and economic interest groups. In the struggle for national sovereignty through collective action, the protagonists they considered are the Pueblo, the people, and intellectuals were supposed to act as catalysts for this transformation. They should work with people for their liberation against the forces of oppression. One could say uh, Solana's, if you look back at Solana's body of work, you could say they belong to, to two filmmaking modes. One is the militant documentary that employed methods like handheld camera, which is passionately critical and analytical uh, about in its format. It had a very analytical kind of authorial voiceover. Always it always took sides with the people and was critical and disdainful of its exploiters both at the national and global levels. The next other mode is that of fiction films. He also made a series of fiction films which deal with Argentinian experience through formal experimentation and use of national symbols such as tango music, dance, and they delve into the history and tradition of Argentina, exploring the roots of liberation and freedom in the popular folk culture and world vision of the Pueblo. Solana's work could also be seen as belonging to three different periods. First, film and theoretical work done in cooperation with Gettino, like the militant work of Sini liberation groups which they formed along with other film uh, activists. And they made films like Our the Furnaces and two later films of Peron and wrote this manifesto towards a third cinema. And this period ends in 1976 with the change in the power situation and the exile of Salinas to France. The next period actually consists of four fiction features that deal mostly with Argentinian identity and the experience of exile. And among the most well-known is the film called Sur or The South. The last and most recent, the last period of Salinas was when he returned to political documentary shooting on video unlike the celluloid films of the earlier decades. He now, he, uh, the later period, he shot on video. He dealt with the, the, the after effects of a decade-long presidency of Carlos Menem, during which massive uh, you know, forces of privatization and globalization ruined the nation's economy. So all these films examine different aspects of the impact of the Menem regime upon Argentinian culture, life, society, and economy. His first and most important documentary, The Hour of the Furnaces, is a landmark film that had deep impact on film and politics across Latin America and across the world, and is still considered as the revolutionary model of politically militant cinema. It uses, uses archival footages and several live-action footages which were shot in hiding, and processed underground, and the film is a trenchant critique of the neocolonial conditions of exploitation in Argentina. The film shows a in a graphic and analytical manner how Argentinian culture, economy, and society is dominated by colonial interests and global capital in cooperation with local rulers and capitalists. Solanas described its form as cine acto a filmmaking method that uses newsreel footages, interviews, shock montage, etc. 
to provoke the spectator to analyze facts of history and political predicaments and inviting the audience to participate and act actually when the film was the film was never released but always shown in underground among uh, factory workers in factories and in workers colonies etc and whenever they were shown the film stopped frequently to discuss the points raised by the film by the audience so the film is actually chapterized into 14 you know sections there are 14 chapters to it and after each chapter they will stop screening the film and discuss whatever the film had presented what the arguments of the film and people can talk about it this is the way in which it is screened just very revolutionary and radical way in which film was taken to people and film was made into a tool of revolution and social change around this time uh, solanus along with getino and others formed the cine liberation group and they produced a manifesto called towards third cinema which calls into question prevalent modes of first and second cinemas the first cinema they called is the mainstream industrial commercial cinema that of the industry the second cinema was the what that of so called art cinema that of the auteur which again was considered an alternative to the dominant cinema and its aesthetics in the several parts of the world say so third the conception of third cinema the idea of third cinema actually you know critiqued both kinds of cinemas they were neither for the dominant commercial cinema nor for the kind of individualist auteurist cinema that art filmmakers made so third cinema argued for a collective cinema of the people Indi- with indigenous, you know, with that explores indigenous imagination, collectively made, formally experimental, and above politically militant. The manifesto also addressed the problem of the passive film viewer by theorizing the film act, as we said earlier, as a dynamic interface between film and its viewers. A meeting, film, every screening was a meeting, at which. debate is given as much importance as the film itself after making uh, another film fiction feature film independent feature made directed by solanus himself which is based on a narrative poem on an uh, a gaucho an argentinian legend called fierro a, based on a poem written by jose fernandez in 1872 which equated pharaoh with peron and he in a way mythologized the peronist resistance after which i think by 17, 1776 argentina was undergoing a period of intense political violence and military took over power and solanus was targeted by right wing paramilitaries and he went into exile in france and for the next few years he lived in france and you know made a lot of films about you know Uh, uh, several films about exile and the condition of, you know, uh, following the resistance activities in Argentina. In '83, after the fall of military dictatorship, Solanus returned to Buenos Aires and made a series of films like Tangos, The Exile of Gardel, The Voyage, Clouds, etc., which were actually films about Argentinian culture, dealing with Argentinian tradition, playing upon. Uh, motifs like tango music and dance looking at argentinian history 
the, the very violent, traumatic political history of Argentina and the various ways in which the Pueblo, the people, have attempted uh, to resist the forces of dictatorship. For instance, one interesting film is called El Voyage, or Voyage, which is actually a road movie that mixes several genres like magical realism, grotesque, and melodrama as the protagonist journeys through varied places and peoples of the continent to advocate a pan-Latin American solidarity. In 2002, Solanas returned to documentary filmmaking with his film Social Genocide. In a way, it could be seen as a sequel to Our of the Furnaces because it's a kind of social critique, a political critique that parallels Our of the Furnaces of the 60s but made in the new millennial settling, setting and in the context of globalization and privatization. So adapting his documentary style of mixing news and archival footages, interviews on sociopolitical and economic analysis, Solanas portrayed the state of Argentina deeply mired in political corruption, economic exploitation, and police repression. Social genocide is also a passionate argument for public ownership over essential services and core industries, which were being sold out to transnational corporates. The series of films he made after that, like Looting Memory, The Dignity of Nobodies, Latenda Argentina, The Next Season, Apprising Land, Impure Gold, all these films examined various crucial sectors of Argentinian economy, like energy, transportation, railways, road, uh, airways, human resources, science and technology, education, public services, etc., to show how they were being sold out to corporates at the cost of national economy and sovereignty. So his films were actually, he intervened in politics, he intervened in culture, made a series of films for almost 50 years, from 1960s to 2000, the first decade of 2000, even the last decade of the new millennia, which actually followed the history of Argentina, not only the history of Argentina and its economy and politics, but is also the, the kind of questions that his films raise are also very much relevant to all third world countries across the world. Because we, all the neo-colonialist countries and economies face the same kind of predicament that uh, Solanus was worried about and was arguing for. Actually, he argued for uh, public ownership over crucial sectors of the economy and for you know democracy and also against all kinds of exploitation of global capital. And he, you know, he made a series of films about how ecology is being exploited and degenerated through uh, the, the awareness of global capital, etc. All these questions which he raised are still relevant all over the world, especially in the third world. In 2003, he was awarded Golden Bear for Lifetime Achievement at Berlin Film Festival and in the last year in Trivandrum in Kerala, International Film Festival of Kerala, honored him with Lifetime Achievement Award and he was here uh, to receive that award and he was felicitated by uh, the state and showing a retrospective of his films. I think Solanus's legacy as a filmmaker and as a visionary of third cinema will continue to inspire generations of filmmakers across the world. 
As long as inequality, injustice and exploitation exist, his films will continue to be relevant and inspiring. As long as there are resistances against forces of unfreedom and institutions of violence, his works will continue to trigger new languages and imaginations of resistance. Thank you.